Welcome to the Loss and Lifting Talk podcast. The show is created to help you find your confidence by breaking down the complicated science of training and nutrition and turning it into simple, but more importantly, practical solutions that you can implement right away to start creating real results inside your body composition. We don't stop there either. We dive into the mental aspect of fitness to not only build a better body, but a better life all around. Podcasts were the medium where I learned and grew as an individual more than any other place in my life. The goal of this podcast is to give that back to you to start building the exact body and life that you know you're capable of. So without further ado, let's jump into the episode. What is going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the show. Today is going to be a quick episode that's not going to take a ton of time, but it's honestly something that's just on my brain because I've just got through a week of check-ins with a lot of clients and we're talking through a lot of their struggles and a lot of the things that seem to be getting in their way more than anything else, right? That's what that's what I'm there for with them is to apply programming, apply nutrition, set them up with the most optimal protocols for their specific in situations that they can adhere to that's going to be most advantageous towards their goals. And then on a week-to-week basis, what we're doing is we're holding check-ins. We're seeing how their progress is is coming. We're seeing how consistent they're able to be. We're seeing any mental roadblocks that are getting in their way so that one, first and foremost, we can help hold them accountable to what they're doing. But more importantly than that, to be able to look at how their body's responding, to be able to make adjustments to anything, to make sure that we're optimizing their progress throughout the process and the efforts that they're giving, um, the results on the back end of that are being maximized, right? And the biggest thing that I see get in the way of, honestly, it's it's women a lot of the time. There's men that get in the, that struggle with this too. Being honest, I was somebody who struggled with this a lot at one point as well. But it's attaching your self-worth and your success to that number on the scale when weighing yourself. And one thing that I have the vast majority of people that I work with do is weigh themselves every single day. Because what we're trying to do is we're trying to teach you to look at the scale from a long-term perspective as opposed to trying to tie your worth to it on the day-to-day, which is what so many people do, right? And so they fear the scale. They're in a scarce mindset around it because if the scale's up a pound today as opposed to yesterday, you feel like you're failing and the pro- and the, the efforts that you're giving aren't producing the result that you want. And so you stay in this irrational um, perspective that never allows you to be able to conquer the scale. And what we do is we try to get you to weigh yourself every single day, but to learn to look at each of those weigh-ins as just simply a data point, because it's going to go up and down, depending upon water fluctuations, hormonal fluctuations, how many carbs you had the day before, how much sodium you had the day before, where your stress levels are at. Are you... <laughs> excuse me, I just sneezed, but are you close to your menstrual cycle? If you're a lady, is your stress higher than normal? All of these things are going to play a factor on the scale in the day-to-day. And a little bit of an increase has nothing to do with fat gain because fat gain and weight gain are two different things. But what the scale does do is if we can weigh ourselves daily, we can then start to extract weekly averages from those seven points to be able to start gauging those weekly averages against one one another. And that's going to give us a long-term trend to understand if you're dropping body fat, if you're maintaining body weight, if you're gaining body weight um, that can incline that you're building some muscle or potentially building some or gaining some body fat. It just helps give us, it helps give us a tool to understand how your body composition is responding over the long term. But something that so many people do is they place 
their worth and their efforts into the scale and seeing it go down on a daily basis. And when it doesn't, you get extremely upset, right? And it makes you feel like what you're doing isn't working. And if the scale's up by a pound or two as opposed to the day before, it puts you in ne- in a negative mood. And it just ultimately controls your life. It controls your emotions. You have an emotional response to the scale every single day. If the scale goes up, you're pissed. If the scale goes down, you're excited. If the scale stays flatlined, you're a little annoyed because you're putting in the effort on the daily. But what you have to learn is that regardless of what comes back on the day-to-day with that scale, it means nothing. If you lost weight after a day, if you gained a little weight after a day, if you maintained weight after a day, whatever it may be, it means nothing. You have to get to a point to where you don't get excited, you don't get angry, and you don't get annoyed. Because all that scale is, is a data point. It gives you one data point to be able to put into a big group of data points to be able to extract averages from to be able to then do that process again over another week's long period to be able to extract that average, to be able to compare the averages against each other and not the day-to-day numbers. And this is why I advise and I try to get people to understand this and look at the scale from that perspective. Because if you only weigh yourself once per week, that's a bad strategy. That's not giving you a full spectrum on what's happening. You're only creating one data point for that week to be able to gauge against the next week. You're not creating a big group of data points to truly see what the average is to be able to compare against that next week to truly see what's happening. You're getting skewed information because as I said, stress, your menstrual cycle, hormonal fluctuations, water intake, carb intake, stress, sleep, all of these things are going to have factors on that scale and the fluctuations on the day-to-day. And so if you take a weigh-in on a Monday and let's say it's at 140 pounds and you come back and you take another weigh-in next Monday and it says 141, but what you didn't realize is that that 141 had a bunch of 138s and 139s involved with it and that 140 from the week before had a bunch of 140s and 141s, the average for that second week is actually lower and you're making progress. But all you're getting is that 140 pounds as well as 141 pounds and you're not getting all of the data that you could get to actually see what's taking place, to actually get a good understanding of what's happening over the long term. And when you can look at it from that perspective, from a logical, rational viewpoint, now you can start to create data, you can see how your body responds, you can make adjustments in a timely manner that are effective adjustments and not adjustments based off of skewed data, but true data, that keeps you in better control to adjust as needed to get to where you want to be at a faster rate. But it starts by taking yourself emotionally away from the scale and learning to look at that morning weigh-in that you take of yourself from a logical perspective of this is just one data point. This does not determine my self-worth. This weigh-in does not determine my success. This weighing does not determine my efforts and it does not determine the type of day that I'm going to have today or the way that I think about myself because the scale is just a number. The scale is just a tool that we use to extract data to see how your body's responding in the long term. And at the same time, 
You shouldn't just be taking measurements. There are some people that aren't going to lose weight, but measurements are going to be going down over time. Because if you're newer to training, if you're newer to nutrition, if you're newer to progressive overload and you're eating in a slight deficit, there's a very good chance for the first three to six months that you'll be able to build muscle as quickly as dropping body fat and create a recomp to where your actual body weight stays consistent, but your measurements go down and your lean body mass goes up. So your body fat percentage gets lower and you look leaner and you look better. Again, if you're only using the scale, you're not going to have that context that you need. And so while I just went off on a big rant on the scale and it's something that's important, it's something that I think you should be using on a daily basis and taking the emotions away from it, it's not everything. It's just one tool that we can use in our toolbox to better equip us with the information that we need to make adjustments as they're needed. But you should also be doing measurements every two to four weeks. If the scale is staying the same but your measurements are going down, you're dropping body fat, and you're building muscle simultaneously. So if you're scared of the scale, if you're weighing yourself only one time per week, or if you're never weighing yourself altogether, I would ask yourself, why? Why am I not doing this? Am I not doing it because I have an emotional response to it and I don't want to have to deal with those emotions? Am I not doing it because I don't want to have to face the fact that maybe I'm not being as consistent as I know that I should be, it's probably one of those two statements. The scale is a great tool to help hold you accountable. There was a study done that showed that those who weighed themselves every single day actually gained less weight over the long term than those who didn't weigh themselves every single day. Because it's an accountability tool. When we work with people, one thing that we do is is we try to get them to a point to where as they lose weight, we get them back up eating around a maintenance level of calories and eventually getting to a point to where they start eating intuitively. So they've tracked calories, they've gone through a deficit, they've gone through a reverse diet, they've gone back to a maintenance level of calories, and as hunger gets to a good place, um, they've been tracking for a long time, their skill inside of food and their eyes with their food have gotten to a really good point that we want to start eating in more of an intuitive manner to where we're no longer tracking the food that we're consuming. But at the same time, I always advise continue to weigh yourself on a day-to-day basis because that's going to be the accountability tool over the long term that you're going to be able to look at every single day and see what's happening. If that scale starts to trend upward, well, you know that you need to make an adjustment in the way and your intuitive eating is getting a bit out of control and you need to rein it back in a little bit. If you're intuitively eating and you're continuing to lose weight when the goal is to maintain weight, if you're taking those daily numbers, you can see that and you can adjust. You can eat a little bit more. It's just an accountability tool that allows you to see what's happening to be able to keep your mind on it to make better decisions on the day-to-day instead of just blatantly ignoring it. And that's what the most of most of us do, right? Is we just ignore the things that we don't want to be held accountable to or we don't want to know the reality of. So think about that. The scale is a tool that is useful. It's not something you do once a week. It's not something that you should just avoid. Something that you should be using on the daily basis to learn to use from a logical perspective to benefit you, to make the adjustments as quickly as needed, to get you to where you want to be at a faster rate. And I promise you, I promise you, the scale will always Follow your long-term actions. But what so many people do is they allow the scale 
to dictate their actions. When it doesn't go down as quickly as you want, you end up saying, oh, my body's broken. My metabolism doesn't work. And you just get off track and you stop trying. But if you stay committed to the actions on the day-to-day basis and just use the skill to collect data, the skill is going to be forced to follow your actions over the long term. Regardless of what they are, it will follow. It might not follow in as quick of a timeline as you want it to, but it will follow. So it's something I wanted to quickly touch on today because it's fresh on my mind and I've been helping a lot of people through this and I feel like it'd be beneficial for you because if my clients are dealing with it, chances are a lot of you are dealing with it as well. So if you have questions, if you'd like my help with anything, there's a link down below, lostandlifting.com backslash podcast to where you can go. It will take you to a form to where you can fill out questions, you can leave comments, you can leave suggestions. Um... And it will be sent directly to my inbox if you submit those. And I'll get back to you and potentially bring those onto the podcast. So hopefully you'll have an amazing day and I'll talk with you soon.